Ladies and gentlemen, legend in my spare time podcast. Legend of my spare time. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen good. Legend in my Legend in my spare time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Yeah, oh, can you hear me all right? Yeah, all you can hear me? Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, all right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, momos, and fuckwits all around the world to a special edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. That's right. Legend in my spare time is back live from lockdown, baby. Day whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know. But all the way from Ontario, Canada is the one and the only. This is the man who taught me the vital life lesson that you never wear a pink shirt while you're on a, on a night out in Woodstock. This is the man whose father sold wallpaper to Burton Cummings in the 1960s. This is a man that you know and love as the Reverend Jeffrey Davies. Welcome back, my friend. Lovely to have you back. Well, thank you very much, motherfucker. Motherfucker what? Got a little taste. I got a little taste the other week, and I just can't get enough. I know. One episode in 10 years, and then two in two weeks. Unbelievable. Oh, that's it. I've been, uh, there's been something missing from my life for quite a while now. And, and this is uh, it. This is exactly it. Yes. Now, boy, boy, times have changed because it used to be we would count our beers as we recorded. Um, but yeah. this time I'm drinking yeah. tea. You're drinking tea. I did crack a, uh, a delicious Waterloo Dark uh, just a couple of minutes ago um, in anticipation. Well, time difference. It's unbelievable. It's such a weird thing, to, a concept. It's basically bedtime here, and it's the middle of the afternoon for you. That's it. Yeah, 3 o'clock. Well, it's almost 4 o'clock now. Yeah. 4 That's, in the afternoon. Uh, what was it? 5 hours? Is it 5 hours? Yeah, we've got 9 o'clock here. Okay, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I keep uh, on my phone, I keep a, a, a spot just for Cardiff, just so I know what time it is for you. Oh, that's nice. I think. I think inadvertently I had uh, maybe woken you up before or uh, disturbed your slumber in some way by trying to send you just whatever nonsense is running through my head, right? Yeah, I do that a lot too because I have friends like you all around the world in different time zones. I, I'm prone to wake somebody up with a really stupid Muppet meme or something, you know, and I'm yeah, sure they don't appreciate well, it. You know what? Well, you, you, can, you can send that shit to me anytime, Matt. I, uh, I'm a willing recipient. Oh, yeah, and you're also happy to receive any files or anything I want to send you. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, dirt. Dirt. Give me me the dirt. Give me the dirt. Uh, Yeah, so uh, like like, like we told listeners last time, we used to podcast in person almost 10 years ago, and now we're doing it uh, internationally through the wonders of technology. Uh, We're both musicians, and uh, we're both locked down, so we're probably both losing our minds a little bit. That, absolutely. I don't know. But I don't know what they got going on over there in uh, the great nation of Wales, the motherland. But uh, here today, I actually just be. I don't know if you've heard anything about that yet. You just what? The the CERB, the Canadian Employment or something right. like that. It's 
it's COVID, right? It, it, it's uh, it's a COVID fund, but right. uh, essentially what they're doing is that they're giving us uh, uh, two grand a month, right? To uh, to cover our costs while we're on lockdown, right? So that is uh, that couldn't have come at a better time. And, and let's be honest, it's a great deal because there were many a months as musicians we didn't make anywhere near fucking two grand. <laughs> Come two on. grand, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> two grand. What, what a fucking joke. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, you sure that's two not grand. annual salary, right? Annual, right? You mean two grand a year? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for some poor schlumps out there, for sure. Yeah, I mean, geez, that's 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 great of them. That's unbelievable. I'm really glad they're they're able to do that. Yeah. Uh, you do know, you guys have anything like that going on? There are certain things like that. Uh, I don't think that I would. Uh, valid, validate. What's the word? I would. I don't um, qualify. That's right. I don't qualify for any of them. Uh, none of the financial ones, because my company fired uh, fired us all before they announced all these things. So we were, we don't meet the cutoff. Uh, and uh, musically, I don't think I really gig enough and make enough money yeah. to actually make a trail of it. Because I only do a couple times a year right now when I if and when I want to kind of thing. So. Yeah, and I don't know how much yeah. there is. I do see a lot of my independent musician friends here kind of complaining mm-hmm. that there isn't a lot for independent contractors, as it were, the gig culture, as it were. I know the states in Canada seem to be doing a lot more for it than what the U.K. seem to be doing right now. Okay, okay. Well, you know, write your, uh, I don't is it MPs there? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I would do. Well, or ombudsman, I, I don't know if you yeah, guys have ombudsman there. Something like that, but, but I think uh, I think everyone's a little bit busy right now. Busy doing what? Being locked down? Well, there's a lot of shit happening, man. Like, you know, MPs and stuff. They got more important things to worry about than Matt Lee's trying to make 30 bucks a week. Give me a break, man. They're going out. and They got everyone else doing the work for them. It's true. No, no one's going out, every though. Now and again. No one's going out, though. No, we, wow. we are on complete lock. How's your lockdown going? Is it lockdown like... here is pretty pretty light. Yeah. I got to say. Like, everything's shut um, except like for I've the essentials. Been... Yeah, but but what is considered essential is uh, pretty debatable. Um, like, I mean, you, you can go and get your Tim Hortons coffee from through if you want from a drive-through. Um, yeah, from a drive-through. I up until last week, you were still able to go into the. You couldn't sit at the tables, but you could go in in person and order in the lobby. Uh, so I I don't know, but drive-through coffee I don't see as essential in any way. No. Um, the the liquor stores and beer stores are still open, which I do see as essential for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, they just this week re so marijuana stores, and uh, but just this week because because uh, Ontario Canada is uh, they're trying to do it all through the government now because as you know it's legal here. Yep. So so they what they did is they closed all of the pot shops. And directed everyone to the online ordering systems. That right. Canada Post will happily deliver you your weed. Buymyweed.ca, um, folks. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. It could be. I, I don't know. I did it I is. tell you I, I recent I recently found out I am absolutely allergic to THC. Actually, I, just marijuana in general. I believe. Yeah, I think you told me last last time we talked, I think, but I think you may have always kind of thought that, didn't you? Because I seem to remember that from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I never really partook. Yeah, exactly. Because I never really had a good time. 
right. was always uh, a hallucinogenic kind of guy. I like the mushrooms and the acid. Um, but uh, so about a year and a half ago, two Christmases ago, I uh, I got these. My back was hurting, so I got the, a shipment of uh, these brownies. Right. Yeah. And uh, I came home and I split one with my lovely lady. And now she smokes occasionally, right? She's not adverse to making some cookies or brownies of her own. But uh, anyways, I had half of one because I knew I was a lightweight. And uh, she had the other half. And within a half an hour, I was, uh, I, I, my, my body was evacuating everything right. from both ends. It, it was, uh, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was, uh, it was, it was the strangest. Ex- I had about 10 minutes of fun and then I got sick. So kind of like being with a hooker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anyways, yeah. So, so as much as I, I tried to join that club, uh, my body just wouldn't let me. No. What a bummer. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things. You know? I mean, of course, I wouldn't know either because neither did I ever or at all. You know, hmm. of course. But I, you know, it'd well, be no, nice. That's if, why. That's why I brought you into the uh, priesthood because you are a saint, sir. Of course, I am the reverend. We we go. I, we got. I got ordained sitting beside you, sir. I know. I know. And then I vouched for you. That's right, you did. It's so wild when I tell people that, and they're like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "And I'm I'm, a, I'm an ordained minister," and they're like, "What?" Yeah, and I'm like, "You heard me, man." When when is your birthday, Matt? January. Hello. Hello. Hey. My oh, birthday. Okay. I, I sorry. I, I yeah, was you, just asking you, when your birthday was. Yeah, it's you cut out every now and again. I don't know if you're in a poor signal area or something, but um, I don't know. I can switch headphones if you'd like. You want me to try that? Yeah, see if that does anything. All right, give me uh, give me two seconds. All right. Is that any better, Matt? That is instantly better. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I had my um, tooth driving headphones on. Yeah. No. That this one was in- instantly better. Thank you. Um, okay. Hey, no problem. So yes, Reverend, uh, my birthday is January. January. Okay. So we got a little while to wait, but uh, what I'm thinking, and, and you know, I'll spill the beans now because it's a while to wait. But what I would like to do for your birthday is send you the official ordination card that says that you are absolutely 100 percent in the priesthood. Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have some books here. I spent too much, probably, but uh, I don't. Know, did, I, I think I told you the reason why I uh, I got ordained in the first place, aside from just being all round a good person. No, I don't. But, maybe uh, maybe you did, but you definitely didn't tell no. the listeners. No. Okay. So I forget what year it was. It was early two thousands, and uh, the uh, homosexuals of my fine nation. Uh, we recently had uh, won the right to get married. And in my infinite wisdom, I thought, well, you know what? Somebody has to perform the ceremony. Right. So, so yeah. So I, I ordered, I went online, I ordered, uh, I ordered the uh, ministry in a box 
and uh, and proceeded to try and start a business that never got off the ground. Maybe it would now, though. I mean, it's one of those things because you're always going to have somebody that will refuse to do it because some people are always going to be pigs that way. Exactly. So there is exactly. that market where you're like, I'll do it. Even if there's things like, you know, I'm going to dress as Darth Vader and sh- she's going to dress as Leia and I want you to marry us. You'd be like, okay. Yeah. Okay, it makes bro. absolutely no difference to me, man. Right? Couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Not even a little bit. If this is what they want, and they want so they want me to to you know get up there and say the words, I am more than happy to do that. Yeah. Now here in the UK, you can't play that shit because when I first moved back, I looked into it, and you got a proper go to like and do the actual thing. You know, you actually got to go to the priesthood school and all that sort of stuff to perform a wedding in the United Kingdom. Oh, well, oh, come on. There's got to be a loophole there. Who knows? I know, I know that what the, the C of E, right? It's an Anglican country, but uh, there has to be a way around that because I'm sure uh, magistrates can, uh, you know, you can go down to the courthouse and get married, right? Uh, yeah, you can. You can. And if anybody's into a loophole, it's religion. So you got to be right. Exactly. They are the fucking loophole. Right? Exactly. Is enough, Matthew. Yes. No, no. Uh, did you did you listen back to our episode of um, uh, when you were on last time? No, I started to a bit in the car, and I'll be honest, I have uh, I have a hard time listening to my own voice. So, I understand. Uh, Me too. Me too. I'll I mean, listen to my I'll voice, to not yours. Other people. I just meant What's I like my intro. I made the intro of you that was like, "No, Matthew, I will be your co-host." Um, I just thought nice. it was a nice visual because I always thought the funny visual was that you know you were the you were the big strong guy and I was the little tiny weak one. You know, with an extremely funny sense of humor. Yeah. You know, uh, if they would have made a cartoon of yeah, us, man. if they would have made a cartoon of us, it would have been, you know, you would have been sloth and I would have been chunk with respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's how they would have drawn us. In yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you did see though. You had some listener love. Somebody commented on our picture I put up that said, um, and it said, "Who's the handsome man next to you, Matthew?" So, oh. So well, that's nice to hear. So you're still, you're still make, you're still, you know, you're still, you know, bringing it in for the ladies, my friend. Oh, lost you there. Say that again. I am, I am coming. I said there are ladies listening. New web series soon. I, uh, I gave you the sneak preview. Yes. Now you you cut out a little bit there, but I know what you said. The Rev here is starting uh, uh, not exclusive to ladies, but a web series, uh, a very that's right, a very sensual experience. And uh, as you heard him say, he gave me a little sneak peek. And um, goodness gracious, my friend, <laughs> I wouldn't be able uh, to yeah, stand th- up right after. I, th- I think it's a good time. I think that's something that you know couples can watch before bed or. Uh, you know, single folks can and just close their eyes and touch themselves. Listen to the, the soothing voice of erotica. <laughs> it's great. So story time with uh, the classy bastard, which is you, of course, you know, which is me. I uh, a couple years ago or about a year ago, I started a new band uh, with the, the idea similar to like a broken social scene where taking musicians that you know, I wouldn't regularly play with and uh, say, starting to uh, to collaborate with them and, and mostly just cover songs. The class, Those Classy Bastards is the name of that band. Uh, we've, we've gone through, we've had a few duds and stumbling blocks. 
but uh, I'm going to change the name to Damn Davies Presents Those Classy Bastards. And uh, hopefully, once all of this COVID business is over with, we'll be, uh, we'll be hitting the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, that YouTube series coming soon, yes? It looks, I think, mm. uh, especially, uh, especially our friend Kate, who commented on your picture, I think she's going to love it. Well, God bless Kate. <laughs> um, do we want to give no, any more sneaky previews than that or are we just going to literally leave it at that you if you some little clips of uh, me speaking you, you can rip it off of YouTube for sure right. um, maybe I'll just grab one little one but I wanted to just tell people that he's in an open robe ladies and gentlemen that's that is correct I am I am wearing the classiest of robes of it's course. a paisley it's a paisley offshoot I understand. You yeah. could add a little scarf mm-hmm. to it, perhaps. A scar- well, just you just wait. It's not just going to be bedtime stories. That is one segment. I um, understand. One segment. It's songs and story time with the classy bastard. I believe I haven't. I haven't settled on the name a hundred percent. Yes, yet. But uh, we're we're getting there. I've read some other stories and recorded them, but uh, I wasn't too happy with the content. So it wasn't. It wasn't quite erotic enough. I understand. You need, you need. It's got to be that level of like story, but also there's got to be some dirty to keep the perverts watching. Really, we're all perverted a little bit. Well, of course, of course we are. I that's understand. you know, that's the, the in God's image, right? Everyone's got a little bit of pervert in them. The, absolutely. Come on, especially God. Yeah, he made the naked mole rat man. Whoa. That's a perversion. Uh, yeah, he made country music. <laughs> Oh, you know who we made. And now this is something I wouldn't mind talking about with you. The Tiger King. Have you seen it? Well, we are uh we're only three episodes in. Okay, so you're getting the gist of it. That's right. right I still now. think that bitch Carol Baskin did it. Oh yeah. Um, but no, we're only three episodes in, but it's funny, we were going on our, our once a day government sanctioned walk yesterday, I think it was. And my wife said, I don't know whether we just watch a lot of fucked up shit, but this lion thing ain't that crazy to me. You know, like it's wild, but it's not that wild. Maybe me and maybe she's right. Maybe we do watch a lot of messed up stuff. Oh, sure. I, you know, I, uh, I absolutely love peculiar and, and, uh, oddball, like, you know, stuff out of left field, stuff out of right. I'll, I'll watch anything as long as it's entertaining and well done. It has to have something that grabs me. And uh, what what this show grabbed me with was first of all the fact that it's all real. Like, does this not blow your mind that these Americans can just buy wild animals? Oh yeah, it's with, insane. It's insane. Uh, tigers. They can get bears. They can get anything that they want. Croc. Like it, it just that blows my mind that there are no regulations, or maybe there are some, but it's they can still do it with minimal red tape. Now, I don't want to get uber down on this. I want to talk about the fucking lion thing, but you can also buy a semi-automatic machine gun and run into a school, Jeff. So let's not, Yeah. okay, let's not get too caught up on the fact you can buy weird animals, okay? But I'm with you. I, I it's guess, wild. yeah. Well, that's, uh, it, it's something, well, even, I don't know, it's in the same, uh, same category for me, to buy a bear or to buy uh, AR- you know whatever right. the numbers are that neither one after. of those you don't need either one of those things as a human absolutely not no so, not in the civilized age right. of a first a first world country 
it's no. uh come on i but uh, whatever each to his own yeah i now, uh, i you said sorry i want to cut you off but you said that yeah. it was real you like it because it's real and i agree i like these documentaries all these crazy people i used to watch yeah. look up a tv show called appalachian appalachian outlaws oh lord i can already just imagine dude Dude. What, the Appalachians, right? Dude. The, the hillbillies from that's Deliverance. Yeah, it's right a reality there. show about <laughs> dudes. It's a it's a reality show about guys that go out digging for ginseng. Okay. Okay. And the ginseng yeah. is worth a lot of money, and it's just basically hillbilly dudes running around in the woods looking yeah. for ginseng, and I love it. My wife always comes really? in when I'm watching shows like this, and she's like, "Why do you love hillbilly so much?" And I'm like, "I don't know. They're my people. Like, I just fucking love them." Um, it's yeah there's a great moment weird way there's a great moment where a dude in that show is riding his canoe down a little he's like paddling down a little creek um yeah and uh as it starts to sink he's yelling to the camera help me i sank my ship help me i sank my ship (laughs) (laughs) your ship yeah oh it's grand you should look it up appalachian outlaws i think yeah i will is that now is that netflix uh, I don't know. I got it here on our on our channels, but it was an American show, so I'm sure there's some YouTube episodes yeah. for sure. Uh, Appalachian Outlaw. Oh yeah, buddy. I will check that out. Just and when you watch it, picture oh. me sitting next to you, holding your hand, and giggling with you. Oh yeah, with with that big bushy beard. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck I. Now, <laughs> so the first thing that got me about the 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 the, the tiger thing, right? Mm-hmm. She's bitching about our our man, you know, the because I look at everything like wrestling. Okay, we got a baby face and we got a heel. All right, right mm-hmm. away the heel is Carol fucking Baskins or whatever Baskin Robbins. No, no, is. the first episode, Matt, you got a little wrong. The first episode, Carol Baskin is presented as a saint, right? Right. She's fighting for the rights of these animals. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm onto that bitch right away. So for me, she's a heel. Yeah. She's a heel from episode one for me because I'm onto that bitch right away. Oh, okay. You know, you know can, can, it's, it, this is anecdotal, but uh, when you watch her speak and she looks off to the side and blinks her eyes before she speaks, that's a, uh, that's like a psychological tell mm-hmm. when, when somebody is either trying to recall something, it's an untruth, right? right? That's a, that's a, it's a, and whenever you meet anyone like that, be very wary because when they start doing that, that means that they are trying to talk around a subject, trying to deflect something. Anyways, and that is what I picked up with her for sure. Oh yeah, but she's, she, she she's a psycho, and she's yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, you can just kind of like you certain people you see them, and you just like you said, you can just see it in them, right? Like psycho. You just like yeah, it. man. If you saw her if, if she was at a bar you were playing at, you would not go and say hello. No, she would scare me. Yeah, there'd be she, a, she, there's yeah, a couple women she, like her at the circus room back in the days. Oh, even the boathouse. I mean, bullet belt, right? So. Oh, bullet belt. Goodness gracious. <laughs> you, do you know you're the only person in this room not having fun? Oh, that was Is amazing. that what she said? No, I did it. It was a night oh. where, for folks who don't know, bullet belt was a local crazy psycho Carol Baskin type yeah. in our KW days. I don't know where or what that thing is, do- what she's doing these days. But anyway, we were all scared of her, except for Van Boss who slept with her. Anyway. No, that was Andy. Andy. Oh, yeah. no, they both did. Yeah, remember they Van Boss did. wrote us, our former co-host Van Boss wrote us like a long, detailed, gross letter, remember? And you read it out. That's right. That is right. I forgot all about that. That was the first time that his respect meter went down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, and then she, you invite it, and then you invite them to come and be a, yeah, a co-host. Exactly. I mean, I thought if you could bring in AK, the bar was low already. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this bullet bell chick, anyway, she was kind of like a groupie for local bands. She loved local musicians, yeah. except me, right? Like she fought for some reason. She hated your boy, Matt Lee's probably because really? she heard okay. the podcast with me chat, chatting shit to her. So there was a point where she would start showing up to gigs and like yelling at us and booing me and stuff. Uh, oh man. And there was a particular night at the boathouse. One of these nights you would have seen them where people were actually singing along to Lois Lane. Um, Everyone and, knew that song. Absolutely. And she was kind of there, stink facing, booing. We finished the, I finished the song. Everyone's cheering. She's booing and screaming. And I pointed at her in the crowd and said, do you realize you're the only one in this room not having fun right now? And then people nice. started to boo her. And then she left. And I think that was one of the last times I saw her. Yeah, she was a filthy pig. Yeah. That's uh, frightening. <laughs> just like, just like. And, and I, Go ahead. No, oh no! I'm just saying. I, I don't. I don't use those kinds of terms very often at all. I, I try to, uh, you know, just, you know, not generalize quite so much. But there was nothing redeeming about that woman whatsoever. Nothing. She was just no. She was just a mess. She must have been on meth or some sort of hard drug that she, makes people oh, act yeah. that way. She was one of those ones where you heard so many stories about her that you're like, well, they can't all be true. But like, there's no smoke oh, yeah. without fire, man. Well, and and really, you don't ever have to be worried about her listening to the podcast. That she, there's no way in hell that she listens to podcasts, or is it probably you know unable to use any sort of technology. I mean, sure, I'm and I'm sure. miles away, so I mean, I w- I might have been worried back then that she was going to show up and stick a fork in my neck. But I, I'm on the other side. I'm far away. I'm okay. Yeah, you got some space now, yeah, brother. You're the one who's got to worry. No, no, I'm what uh, 45 minutes away from KW now. Oh, are you? I didn't quite realize that. So you were even yeah. that when when I saw you in the summer, you were that far away. Yes, that's yes. quite. That's uh, quite yeah, a journey. I, I made the the special trip to come and see you that yeah. night, and we had. A I, I saw your post. Of course, we did. Yeah. It was uh, it was a long time coming, Matt. I, yeah. I didn't get a chance to see you before you left, so no. I might as well come and see you when you return. Exactly. Jeez. And it was nice. I was walking That's... out of the venue for a moment, and there you were yeah. walking towards me. First time I've seen you in 10 years. Uh, yeah, man. And we did that split second thing kind of where we just kind of stared at each other for a second. Yeah. And it was yeah. give daddy a hug. That's uh, right. Well, we had been chatting a little bit on right. uh, online up until then, off and on. Yeah, man. Yeah, and we that you know it's Dave Case and yeah, have you have you talked to Dave Case since then? Or no, he did a show with you. Yeah, I've talked then, to him right? once or twice since then, but he's much like he always is. He's as fleeting as ever. Oh, Dave, he is Pokeroo, man. Yeah, I mean the, the the amount of times he's told me he'll do a podcast and even literally pick the day and the time is unbelievable. But that's just yeah. who he is. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah, no, you got to uh, you. You have to accept them, right? You, you have right. to just accept them and, with warts and all, and and then and then and then you can love them. Yeah. But if if you can't accept those warts, then uh, you're in for you're you're not in for a good time with no. Dave. You're in for you're in for a rough ride. Um, <laughs> That's how he likes it. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> now I did the night we saw you uh, after mm-hmm. you had left. I don't know if you heard the rest of that evening, but we kept uh, Dave, my wife. And I and um, somebody else, maybe Turbo. 
No, Mikey. My boy Mikey. We went on and kept drinking. Yep. I believe it was. Now, Dave K got fucking destroyed. Good. Wasted. Good for him. Now, what's funny about it is I was sitting beside him, and there's pictures of this, and you can see that we. I'm not as tanked as him. For some reason, the booze yeah. wasn't hitting me that night. Um, okay. But, you know, and I noticed Dave's, Dave's talking to me, and he's like, my wife wants me to go home soon. And he's showing me. Nice text, nice text messages his wife is sending him, you know, yeah. nice ones, you know, like the kind that you, I hope you get home soon. You know what I'm saying? Kind of mm-hmm. like the shit you would read in Be your, safe. in your coming soon show. Absolutely. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, so he showed me these rather erotic texts and he's typing, you know, like you, you do when you're drunk, two thumbs with one eye open. Um, and all he can <laughs> muster to type is hello. <laughs> and he sends hello. it back. Hello. <laughs> which is just wonderful and then as you do with dave k like we say fleeting we walked him to the corner uh we get, i said my so whoever was driving said do you want me to give pour, you a ride and pour dave, him into a cab no he walked and dave okay. uh, we offered him a ride and dave was like no I'm, I, I, I'm good man and that was it he walked off into the literally into the night perhaps never the to be seen again out of the blue that that's that is that is the rage right he comes and he goes and there's no explanation no nope. like her there's no there's no understanding nope. it is just in and out and yeah you're 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 lucky if uh you know you can even remember that he was there yeah <laughs> after a night like that literally he's like herpes <laughs> he never really goes that's right. Once you get it, once you're into him once, that's it for life. It's just maybe not for a while, and then maybe a whole bunch at once, and then maybe not for a while again. Yeah, just like herpes. Yeah, um, yeah. I've gone, I've gone through a few phases uh, since I've seen you, where I, I do, I run into him a bit, or we're chatting a little bit, and then he's gone again. Yeah. Yeah. Poof. That's uh, that's just how he rolls, man. That's right. It's okay. We like him for who he is. Oh, that's it. Yeah. No judgment. No judgment, but maybe just a little bit. Mm, maybe just a little bit. Now, let me tell, just a bit. When you watch, when you were watching, what's it called? The I want to say it's called the Lion King, which is funny because it's not. Mm. Is it the Tiger King? Tiger King. Oh, that's clever. Same thing. Yeah. I see what they did there. That's clever. Why would you, if you were these people, I don't understand sometimes why they submit themselves to these documentaries. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Well, Okay, so Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, it was just so delusional. He wanted to be, uh, he just wanted to be famous, right? He ran for president. Oh shit! I shouldn't tell you anything. Sorry. It's okay. I got to keep my mouth. It's all right. I got to keep my mouth shut a little bit. Yeah. I always compare things to wrestling, of course, but he's kind of like a pro wrestler without pro wrestling. Sure. Like he's got the whole gimmick down, the character, everything. He's. I. I. He describes it the best. If if you find any sort of promo that he's the. The gay cowboy, like Tiger King country singer. Have you seen any of his music videos? A uh, little clip, I think. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. There's a few out there, man. Yeah. And then, and then it came out. And this isn't in the show, so it's not a spoiler. But he didn't actually sing any of the songs. He just, and it's so he paid people to come. Like it would be me having you come and sing, right? And paying you off, and then pulling a Millie Vanilli. Right. Right. Just and me lip syncing in the videos with some like crazy green screen type stuff. It's uh, yeah, there, there is something to that guy. They actually, have you gotten into any of the uh, the Doc Ansel stuff yet? 
Doc Antle. Remind me. Let's see if it. He is like the other tiger guy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's three because it's the Carol. Uh, there's that guy, and then there's the dude with the multiple wives. He's the multiple wife guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. If you he was he just did a, an interview or he sent a video to BuzzFeed. I think I watched it uh, yesterday morning. Right. And uh, it's worth a watch, but I mean, watch it after you're done the series. Yeah. Um, but he, he is oh, animal people are nuts, man. Oh yeah. I think just in general animal, like, like there, there's, there's, uh, and I, I'll self admittedly, I am not a big animal person. I had dogs growing up, so I'm happy not to, I'm stuck with two cats and a dog here. My stepkid has uh, a lizard and a snake and, a bunch of other things, but uh, but myself, I, I just don't understand the need to have animals that don't perform a service of some sort. A dog, I can kind of understand because they're they're sort of an alarm system. But you know, unless you have mice, I don't see the point in, in, in a small cat. Well, my, so my cats I, I don't are know what buddies. you do with a big fucking cat. They're not your buddies, man. Yeah, they are. Don't man. don't. Uh, no, uh, don't don't push your human thoughts and emotions onto an animal. They're just worried about whatever you're feeding them. Bro, hand on heart. I walk to the bottom of my stairs. I say either one of my cat's names. They come down the steps, sit beside me, put their head beside like head on my arm and just sit with me. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. I don't know you. if I'm down for the animals. I know. I remember when you, we used to record in my house, and I had a little tiny kitten named R2, and you were pretty much terrified of him. Well, you never know what they're going to do. You probably had a turd bigger than him. They're not. And he was he was apparently hurting you, scratching your claw, <laughs> scratching your feetsies. Yeah, the little bastard. I remember that. He was <laughs> tiny, and he was hurting you. He was whooping your ass. Well, you know, I just don't understand the point in having them in the same residence that you reside in. That makes no sense. Because they're my buddies. Unless you have unless you have mice or something. No, but they come on. Really, actually, Matt, and this might be a sermon down the road. You having cats is a form of animal cruelty, man. Nah. They are not living their best they oh, are they not living are, their buddy. best life with you. Oh, I'm telling no, you. No, they no, are I'm not out you. doing what cats are supposed listen, to do. Listen they're here. not realizing their true potential. You are keeping them down. Listen You're here, buddy. Slave master, you ask Matthew. either one of my cats if they're living their best life, and their answer would be yes. They well, eat because like a you've gotten them princess. so you've gotten them so fat they can't even defend themselves in the wild. They're not fat. They're not fat. They don't want for nothing. I saw pictures. I saw pictures. Matt. That's a lie. They are not. You take that back. I'll take a lot from you, but I will not. And I can see, I can see in their eyes that they're hurting. (laughs) They don't want to eat that much, but they, they will because you make them. You're right. I'm a horrible person. Maybe (laughs) I should just chuck them out on the street. Yeah. Would that be a better thing to do for them? (laughs) Rev Davey says you got to go. Well, it's too late. It's too, it's too late for them now. They're now they're, they're not even a part of their own species anymore. Species. They're only, they're species, not, they're yes. only species. I'm only making, you know, I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing. Species, I know. Species. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had a little bit of spit hanging off of my lip when I said that. I was trying to get it off. Oh, usually <laughs> it's just because you were slurring because you'd be drinking. Yeah, no, not these days, man. No. 
that is on the down. It's actually, I'll tell you, with this with this lockdown, it's kind of hard not to. Right. So uh-huh. I have uh, I have limited myself to two pints a day, um, and yeah, I'm enjoying one while I'm talking to you. So I get to have another one this evening. Yeah. Maybe with dinner. We'll maybe, see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Now, are you locked down completely? Are you still going? Are you still working? Or no? Not anymore. No, I haven't worked in a month, man. Right. So you're just locked in the in house. It's just grocery runs, and that's it. Grocery runs. Uh, I went and got some some vape juice yesterday for the for my vaporizer because I quit smoking. Um, yeah, and and uh, alcohol runs every other week. Right. Now you so know it's, speaking, it's of that, ration. That, speaking of that vape stuff, you know uh, JV Gravy runs a vape store, yeah. No, he I has multiple locations. Wonder which one. Uh, Pony Boy Vapes. Pony boy, he's a pony boy guy now. He's, okay, he's the. I think he There's, owns it, bro. I think he's the straight up owner. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's good. That is good to know. Yeah. Now you know. The more you know. know. They're right up to uptown Waterloo. Um, Tell him you want that legend of my spare time discount. Absolutely, I'll go in. I well, I got to get a hold. You got to hook me up with the sweet juice. Um. I can hook you up with some kind of sweet juice, juice but it's more of like an AK juice. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> I bet you he would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that poor guy, man. Yeah, r- right down the street from there. I uh, just actually the last job I had before this nonsense was uh, I built. I was part of a project building a, a marijuana store. Ooh, nice. So I know how I know how to get in and out and all. I know all the ins and outs of that store. Talk to me about that off podcast so I'm just, for my next Canada visit. I'm just saying that maybe, yeah, maybe, well, maybe we can start a little overseas action because flying it doesn't seem to matter. No, no, just start mailing it to me. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. Yeah, man. Allegedly. Allegedly. So now, well, I, I, I'm, yeah. I was going to ask, what else have you been? What else have you been watching? Because how do you fill your day then? I mean, me, my wife's still working, unfortunately. But me, I'm right. Oh, I'm doing is she stupid. In the service. She's uh, Wait, she works she for do? a children's charity, so she's working from home to make sure that the children's charity can nice. be functioning in this in this vital time. Nice. I sure, sit online. around yeah, that's in great. my underwear and if I can play video games and record myself uh, covering Disney songs. I gotta tell you, I am loving the content that you're putting out, Matt. Oh, thank you. I'm enjoying myself. Absolutely, every single. Well, I think you just did what the fifth uh, the fifth show online show. Yeah, um, and you've put out two music videos so far. Yeah, I'm working I think on that's the third one right, right now. Yeah, I'm working on the third one right now. Yeah, man. No, I think that's fantastic. I think that's productive. I think that is what people in lockdown should be doing. Yeah, um, you know, creating something. Well, I don't. Not everyone is creative, I guess, or you know, some people are just uh, worker bees or they're one trick ponies or whatever, but. Everyone should be finding something to do like that. So no, I find what you're doing inspirational. That's all I'm really trying to say in my roundabout well, thank way. You. It's I enjoy doing it. I mean, huh. it's if people are ever going to watch, it's when they're on lockdown, which mm-hmm. still kind of hurts when you still don't get that many hits, and you're like, people are literally not allowed to leave their fucking house. How do I get people to watch the speed? Um, but I enjoy <laughs> yeah. doing them, man. It's making me a better player because I'm playing more often than I was. Um, yeah. So it's it's helping me improve and learn more songs and, you know, especially recording these covers because I don't traditionally do that. So it's training me as a musician as well to learn different parts and, 
you know, sure things like that. Because I was I stuck to the same songs for a long time. So now that I'm playing more, oh, yeah. then I can learn. Because I just tr- traditionally fall to well, the songs I can do from memory. When you're 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 all you're an original artist, right? I mean, like in the you know the long and short of it is you would rather play your own music sure. than you know than do covers. I'm sure there's a, a handful of covers that you would want to do at every show, but um, learning other people's music is uh, yeah, it, it makes you a better player for sure. Yeah, um, but it's not nearly as satisfying as completing your own original material and uh and performing that or 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 whatnot you know i i just uh but what you've been doing has been fantastic man i uh i'm I'm super impressed you know your video editing is is uh i can see i can see how it's getting better every all your editing right and and the 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 music itself it's sounding uh sounding fantastic man you did a what the the baloo song what what is it the jungle book bare necessities yeah yeah, man. Hundred and thirty that, beats per minute. Rad, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I... So what, that made it tough to sing, yeah, did it? Because you're like uh, when you pick a paw paw or a prickly pear, when you and you pick a raw paw. Well, next time you wear it, don't prick the prickly pear by the paw. When you pick a pear, try to use the claw. You know what I'm saying? And you're like hundred and thirty beats per minute, yeah. motherfucker. And then try to match it on video. Um, but you're right. You learn so quick. So yeah. like the first video wasn't as good as the second one because I learned shit in the first one that I used in the second one. Same with recording yeah, the first man. cover, the second cover, and taking that into the third cover that I'm doing as well. Um, so you do learn quick and you have this extra time. So it's it's kind of like all those days you're at work and you're like, man, I wish I could just sit around and create something today. Yes. So that's the mindset I'm trying to use when, I, when I'm like, oh, I'm just going to sit on the sofa today. I'm thinking, no, let's I'll that, work a little bit. Let's do something. Let's do something. Let's make, create, whatever. Even just imagine and uh, put together a game plan for sure. Yeah. So right I, now, uh, I don't mind spoiling it. Right now, I'm working on the Rainbow Connection. What is the Rainbow Connection? <gasps> what is the... You just broke my heart into a million pieces. Kermit from the Muppets. Oh, okay. This is, this is decades. I, I, I probably knew it 30 years ago. Oh, you know it for but, sure. Why are well, there so it, many sure. songs about oh. rainbows and what's on the other yes. side? Okay, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not like some, some people know all the uh, all the names and all the uh, like the names of the songs, the names of the artists, the years they were released, and all of the details. I've never really cared much about that. It's I, I need to hear it. And uh, and then it all kind of comes flooding yeah. back in one uh, one fell swoop. You and I should have done so, Jungle Book songs back in the day with you banging on that big fucking drum. There is so much we should have done. That's why I was all saying before. I, if you had lived around here, we could we could easily be, easily be gigging every weekend. Yeah. Right now, right? Like, well, not right now, obviously, but uh, in the in the current climate before COVID took over. We could have been raking in some decent cash, dude. Definitely, It'd be nice, and, wouldn't it? And just doing and doing what we love. Um, yeah, no. In uh, I guess so. My partner Emily has started doing uh, videos for children. Right? She's a excuse me. She's an RECE registered um, early childhood educator. Right. So she works at the swankiest joint in uh, in Waterloo. Um, 
and uh, and takes her job. She's top of her game. So she's been taking her practice out of the classroom and making videos for those uh, those students of hers that she can't see right now. So I've been lucky enough to be a part of a couple of them. And I think there's probably a couple more that uh, I'll be a part of. But uh, it inspired me to start the, uh, the story time with uh, the classy bastard. Two completely and, uh, different yeah. sides, sides of the spectrum there, by the way. Well, that was, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I was inspired by her, by her but I don't want to rip her off either. She's no. killing it with what she's doing. And there, there's no way I could hold a torch to that. So, uh, absolutely. It was, well, what, what can I do in my own unique branded way, I guess? And that's, uh, let's just make everything dirty. And yeah. She's doing this wonderful, <laughs> wholesome thing. Yeah. And you're like, that's nice. Yeah. I'm going to make it dirty. <laughs> well, I... I like to think that I'm helping people as well. You know, she's helping the children. That's right. But I would like to help the adults get into the mood. Yeah. Just maybe the more discerning of sure. our people. Exactly. Exactly. And anyone who doesn't like it is just repressed and they don't want to like it because they're afraid. They're afraid of themselves. They're afraid of their true feelings. And if there's anything we've learned, it's not to be afraid of your true feelings. No, you have to embrace them. Embrace your true feelings uh, and let them out. Yeah, embrace your true libido. Run with it. Enjoy yourself. It's YOLO, bitches. YOLO, bitches, especially right now. (laughs) Especially right now. Exactly. I mean, shit. I might go back. I might go into my back garden tomorrow. Shit, YOLO. (laughs) But uh, I started making uh, homemade instruments the other day. Yeah, I saw that That one. The record scratch one is dope. The scratch box. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of so. I'm building like a kit. So I think the next one. It depends on what materials I have around the house, but the next one might be a uh, like a, a talk box. You know, you know, yeah. like Peter Frampton yeah. used. You know, with yeah, the yeah. old ass wire. Yeah, I want to create something like that. But I got this old case. So I'm just gonna make a bunch of homemade instruments and and put them all in there, and they'll all be electronic to some degree or able to uh, be amplified. Excellent. So I can just sit down with, with my little case and uh, maybe a kick drum and something else and, and just create, right? Yeah. Be uh, the one man. I've been working on the one-man band thing quite a bit. So Yeah, which would be dope. You could pull uh, it off. I've, I saw you do a couple of tr- maybe even subconsciously pre-rehearsals for those for the one-man band thing a couple of times, you know, with a kazoo and a drum and a, and a cymbal. Uh, yeah. Dope. Very much. Very exciting. Yeah. It's a fun thing, right? Like, I mean, that that's, uh, I think the years as, uh, as being the, I don't know what you'd call it, the instrumentalist in, in two pieces, you know, where the other person played guitar and sang, which is, which is a talent all its own. I, it was my job to fill everything out, uh, without, uh, without wanting to add more members. Right. So yeah. I may, I'm able to multitask. In fact, I think I'm kind of better as a musician if I am multitasking. And more, because um, more members also make more not, money to split, right? Yeah, yeah. You make me sound like a horrible, like a like a complete capitalist. And no, in I, fact, no, I'm, no. I'm a I'm a bad capitalist. I said that. I said that part, not you, buddy. Right. I just meant that's where my brain went. Yeah, no, no. Was but you it's know. true. It is true. And not only the money, but once you add another member, then you have to work everything out and you can't be as intuitive with two people as you can with one, right? Of course. Maybe in the bedroom, but not, <laughs> not when you're playing music. 
it's much easier to have a threesome in the bedroom than it is on stage. I, just saying. <laughs> I completely agree with you uh, because even working I mean, on my new trio, I'm open, I'm open to more. But yeah, I'm open to trials. I'm open to trials. You know? Exactly. Um, but yeah, even working like in a trio, it's you know to go from like when I make my my I think to myself, I'm going to record a song from Jungle Book and put a video up. I don't have to check that with yeah. a bass player and a drummer. But if I'm in a trio and we're working on our songs, then I do, and I'm cool with that because that's, oh, the, that's sure. the drill. But it's very a very different experience when yeah. you have to kind of like debate everything and have it three votes for yes as opposed to just like okay I'm in. Exactly, and I and I think in a way you know everyone wants to think oh everyone has a say and yada yada yada, but not everyone should have a say. Sometimes you know it could be a drummer, guitarist, bass player, anybody in the band. Sometimes they need to be told what to do, yeah. um, because their ideas. are are just that they're just their ideas and they don't always hold water. So yeah, that's, that's the hard part is that at some point, somebody, once you get past two or three people, somebody has to be a dictator. I would say once you get past two people, even with, once you add another person, you know, you can collaborate, but you start adding a third person. Then all of a sudden there's three points of view and three ideas. Somebody has to, uh, Somebody has to drive the bus, right? Absolutely. Someone's got to so, make the tough decisions. Veto power. And, 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 you know, and to be honest, quite often it shouldn't be the singer. That's fair. Um, I fucking completely agree yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because they're, you know, but then again, you know, you have your pure guitarists who, you know, they're just looking for the, they're always chomping at the bit to get their goddamn licks in. Um, Everyone wants to get so their shit in. Everyone, everyone, well, yeah, quite often. And like, well, I think I bitched about it before that pure guitarists are usually the biggest divas, even more than the singers. Yeah. So. Now, there is only I mean, one piece yeah, of that. There's whatever. only one piece of that I'll question you on. Uh, What's that? The singer should definitely not always be the decision maker for sure. But especially if you're picking like no. songs to perform, cover songs, I think the singer yeah. should have a heftier say being the one that has to fucking sing the thing. You know what I mean? Because with oh. respect, the, the bass player is going to play the bass, the drummer is going to play the drums, yeah. but the singer is going to have to like hit these notes and hit these lyrics hit and the emote these things. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. There, there is a, you know what? There is a certain amount of power in the singer's uh, role right off the hop, right? They dictate the key of the song. Um, and then, yeah, absolutely. Their, their skills and, and choosing songs that are out of their range. Um, even if they are changing the key, or just doesn't suit their style or or their range, then yeah, for sure. It's hard. Um, so inherently, inherently, the the uh, the singer has that power. Yeah. So I, I think that that's quite a bit right off the bat. Yeah, because my guys, even my guys in my trio now, they've brought me a songs, and I don't want to be the guy saying no to everything. But they've songs they're brought me yeah. where it's like not in my vocal styling at all, like a. Like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Sure. It's not something sure. that my voice has that. the... I can't carry that. You know what I mean? Um, so It's when not I, your range and it's not your style. Exactly. So when I hear that kind of thing, I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, look, I don't want to veto another one of your choices, but that's not really... It's not for me. Or like yeah. a Rage Against the Machine type thing it isn't going to be my vocal styling, you know? It's not, a, mm-hmm. it's not a comment on the song itself. It's just a matter of it's not... Mm-mm. If I'm the singer, I'm not going to be able to sing it. Just like... If there was a song that was, was way super complex 
and the bass player said, yo, guys, I can't play this song. Or the drummer said, yo, guys, I can't play that song. Like, it's crazy. You know, uh, it's if you're, too much. Yeah. yeah. If you're agreeing to be in a band with these people, then you have to accept them for everything they have. And there may be certain points where you go, you know, I was in bands where we wanted to play way more bluesy stuff, you know, but you don't always yeah. have the right musicians yeah. around you. And that's okay. That's just, you got to play for what you have. Do with what you Absolutely. have around you. You know? Um, no, I, no, I got a question okay. for you, Matt. Are yeah. you, oh, go on. Go on. No, no, are, no. I don't, you, go ahead. With, 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 your new, with your new group and the covers that you're playing, are you shooting for studio version or are you shooting for, I, I don't know what the name of your new group is or whatever. I don't have but, one um, No, but, but, but either, are you, are you trying to find your own style to do the songs or are you thinking musically everything is just going to be studio version and then the only opposing or or different kind of sound would be your voice. No, I think we're, I think we start, we've only had like a couple of rehearsals, but we start with sounding Mm -hmm. like the studio version so that everyone knows their pieces and knows where the song goes and where it's supposed to finish, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then I think we take it from there and we tear it down a little bit and say, oh, let's do this here and do that part there. And Yeah. Uh, uh, it's nice, but I think well, that, it's that, important that, to start with the studio version. I agree. That is, uh, although with, uh, I'll say like with, with uh, both Andy and Sean, actually every two-piece I've ever been in, um, what happened, because the instrument, instrumentation is so different that there is no way that you're going to do a studio version. So you know, the, the guitar singer can shoot for the studio version, but with all my, you know, like uh, washboards or bongos and John bays and whatever else I got going on, there's no way it's ever going to sound like it. So quite often it was, it was refreshing to me to hear a song for the first time from the person who's showing it to me without any, any previous knowledge of the song. Um, and then I just found parts that fit and then just, right off the bat it was already our own for sure and then and then we tool it a bit more i mean i need, I need a general idea you know i need the uh the structure of the song and the tempo but i can find the tempo just from the downbeat usually from the guitar and and fitting in but that's uh yeah, yeah. That, that that's uh i like doing it's that. a different it's way great. To yeah i think it yeah. relies heavily on the that's fact you though, that I you know the song inside and out because somebody has to know that it's two choruses two verses, the break, and then the final yeah. chorus, or whatever, right? You know. But you're right. You and I used to jam yep. it like that all the time. I used to just kind of sing sure, songs. Sure. I used to just sit across from you and just sing songs at you, um, and then you yeah. would just kind of bang around on the drum or this or that or the other, and then we'd find out the ones that worked and the ones that didn't. Sure. And and in rehearsal or practice, usually it's by by the third time you have it, right? The first time is the introductory. You know, we play it through. It sounds like shit. The second time, it's like, okay, we know where we're going. I, you know, me not knowing the song, I would know where you're going. And, uh, and, then, and then tool it out and, you know, and try to do things maybe that didn't work. Yeah. And then by the third time, play it safe, right? Um, that's, a, that's, that's the best part about rehearsal and practice is that that's, where you, that's your opportunity to try things and fail. Yeah. And, and, and that's the way. You learn from that, right? Yeah. And you realize yeah, what's fun, and then a, you remember, you remember times you screwed it up real bad, and then you're on stage giggling it to each other because in rehearsal you fucked it up so many yeah. times or something, you know. 
Exactly. Or small parts where you've had to, uh, you've had to hammer down repeatedly, 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 and you keep fucking it up. And then yeah. you, and eventually it all clicks together and you're like, Oh, this is all I needed to do. Yeah. And then if and you're then like me, you can't remember you get it. how you fucked it up. Exactly. But then if you're like me, you get excited that you did that chord structure part. You get so excited that you fuck up the next one. Cause you get distracted. You fuck up something else. Yeah. Cause you're like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I played. Oh, I messed it up I, again. I yeah. did it flawlessly. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, I dropped yeah, my, I dropped my pick. <laughs> you can literally yeah, hear right now. Wayne. That, that's half the fun. Yeah. Wayne bond today sent me. We're finalizing a version of hostile that we recorded in the studio like 10 years ago. Um, and uh, yeah. he sent me a mix of it today. It sounds amazing, by the way. So far, it sounds amazing. It's not finished, but it sounds great. We're trying to decide whether to use the vocals I did nice. 10 years ago or record new ones. Um, or re-record. Yeah. yeah. But at the beginning of the song, it's just us talking to each other and like chatting shit in the studio. And yeah. at the beginning, you hear the whole song start, and it sounds dope. It sounds really big and rock and rolly. And then you just hear Lee's going, hold on, guys. I, I broke a string. Sorry, guys, I broke a string. <laughs> and you can hear Wayne being like, that would have been the one. And then Jay's laughing at me. And like, it just, it was a great little memory. I was right back in that room with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Audio, once you hear it, isn't that what they say? That when you die, it's your hearing that goes last? Yeah. Or is it your smell? I can't remember. Hearing. hearing. Yeah. So you can still hear everything going on around you. That'd be weird. Very weird. I guess we'll all find out sooner or later. I suppose we will. So listen, man, as we yeah, close man. out your second appearance, you know, you're like a regular semi-regular now. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I am down, especially during this time, I am down to do this with you as much or as little as you like, sir. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bam. Now, I'll finish <laughs> off this uh, Tiger King show. Um, yes. And we can talk a little more about that. We can talk more about our hobbies during the off time. Um, next time sure. we talk and um, next time because we're running you know it's getting it's it's late here in the old uk but next time we'll that's right yeah you're pushing what 10 o'clock that's now? right my friend and that's that's late for a man of my age now next time what time do you go to bed at matt you don't now, now listen here there's a start to this because you're gonna mock me when we are when we <laughs> I when, know. when i am in work i'm i'm starting work like six seven in the morning so okay early to rise early to sleep but traditionally we're we're unless I have a gig, we're full on in bed by nine o'clock watching TV. Are you kidding me? And you're how how old are you? Thirty eight. Wow. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. I fucked it up. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> is it no? Is it is that the climate there in the UK? No, or, we're just old, bro. We're just old. Or people. did you just decide to get old? We got yeah. old, man. We got old. Work hard, play hard. <laughs> Speak for yourself. The way we figure it is if we're going to be chilling on the sofa watching TV, why not the fuck go lie in bed and watch TV? Well, why watch TV in the first place? I well, mean, I mean COVID, I'm not saying, COVID has changed. I'm not saying wake to sleep. That's what we're doing. I'm just meaning if it's yeah. like 8 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night and we're watching a movie on the sofa, let's fucking go to sleep. I've heard of people like you before. Well, here I am. I'm here to let you know that we're real. <laughs> We're real, it folks. It is the real deal. That's the right. real deal, Matt motherfucking Lees. Amen. Very nice. Closing thoughts, Red yeah, Babies? Dude. Closing thoughts. Um, really, keep your eyes out for, for the for the new uh, YouTube thing that I'll be doing. And uh, don't forget that my other career now is apron model. Nude apron model. So 
if you know anyone that's looking for a nude apron model, Matt. Well, yeah, you I kept mean, sending me those pictures, but you were wearing it backwards. Thing, my uh, my portfolio. Yeah, but I'm not supposed to be able to see your dong when you send me the pictures, the tester shots, man. You got to wear it the other way around. I told you. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I'm just being artsy, right? That's art, Matt. Dongs are art. I suppose. I suppose, I so suppose you know. they are. Dongs yeah. are art. That's our lesson for this week. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, breathe it in, taste it, <laughs> see how it feels, uh, shit it out. That's enough. Dongs <laughs> are art. Folks, I've been Matt Lees. Yes, you have. No, that's when you say I've been the Rev Davies. Oh, oh, that's right. I've been Matt Lees. And I've been the Reverend Dan Davies. And if you can't be decent, at least be sanitary, bitches. Get the fuck off my podcast. Beat it, punks. And a big PS to the legend universe. We want, I want you, because I can't speak for Matt. I can only speak for me because I'm not his regular co host. But I want everyone to kind of close their eyes, think about a field or your happy place. And then I want you to insert Mr. Joe Gross there because he is a hell of a fella. And he said some really nice things to me after the last episode. So cheers. You know the decent and sanitary bit. On your way, folks. <laughs> <laughs>